So we have Courtney from the senior source here. We have George Dunham from the ticket. Their ticket? Yes, the ticket. The uh -huh. ticket. Yeah, I work at the ticket with you guys. You've known that. We've worked together for almost uh, 25 years now, but thank you for knowing that. You bring up good points. Oh. Yes, this is uh, Courtney Nicolato, the CEO of the senior source of Greater thank Dallas. You. And, of course, a monster P1. Hey, Chris, Ducey's looking for you. He went that way. He went to the bar, <laughs> by the way. He says, he, and he says it's time for you to get to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fox 4 is here. It must be a big his, night. He's got to wash his car. <laughs> well, uh, Courtney in the break was wowed by Tony the Engineer's Dancing with the Stars prowess. Yeah, she wants to cancel this whole thing tonight and put Tony up there. Uh, you know, I think people would be enthralled by it. I think There should. is no doubt. They are. It was so impressive. Even though the bands we have tonight are amazing. I feel like we need to figure out a way to get Tony, get Tony up on See, stage. You know what would happen is it's like, hey, you know what? Let's put Tony on the side stage. People can go <laughs> over there and ask. But before you know it, like the crowd would just kind of be all matriculating over there. And right. someone's like, season four, 11th place. <laughs> and you just see his brain start it working. You know, We just saw right? it work. It, it is incredible. It was so impressive. And in person, I will say, is even more. Yeah. Than, than, it's so cool. Yeah, because he doesn't look it up. I mean, he just... Yes. Thinks and counts on his hands and it is uh, legit. tells you one through seven. It's yeah. ridiculous. He's like Dustin Hoffman counting matches. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that. <laughs> but enough of Tony. Yes. Jub Jam. We're here for the senior source of Greater Dallas. Jub Jam tonight. is here. Yep. We are at yeah. Gillies. Yes, so the cool. senior source, of course, being uh, uh, the big beneficiary. And uh, I imagine that for you guys that old Giorgio was – been a dream come true a nice partnership you guys have we're so grateful for george and you know we george is an honorary lifetime director of the senior source and when he came to us and was it 2003 george somewhere in there yeah 2003 or four you mm -hmm. know he had seen what had happened with his parents and the journey that they had taken and he also realized that there were so many people that didn't have family members to care for them and when he learned about the senior source and then he came here and said hey i want to do something for y'all and now this is the seventh Jub Jam. And I tell him all the time, I mean, he does the very humble George, the amount of knowledge that he's brought to the community through his voice on the air, it's amazing. I have folks, guys, in their <laughs> 20s and 30s and that know about the issues that are plaguing our older adults. They understand what it means to be a caregiver. And that is just, it is truly unbelievable. And so we are abundantly grateful for George. Well, they're great people, and they're they're easy to try to do something for. And, you know, when the ticket started, my, my parents were still here. They were in good health, and I didn't really think too much about, like, this morning we talked about retirement and, you oh, know, yeah, what are you going to do yeah. when you finish working? And, and then they got sick, and it opened, uh, you know, my eyes to just how – uh, difficult that is, Ryan. You've been through it. And, oh yeah. Um, well, when we started the ticket, my dad was already on his way. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, then, and then your mom. And, yeah. And then, uh, you know, and uh, and with mine, it was I, I got to see the the caregiver end of it because, unfortunately, for the last three years, uh, for both of them, they were bedridden, and that was just oh awful. I mean, it was heartbreaking. But like Courtney said, we had we had good care. We had my sister who was amazing. And uh, that that's cool tonight. This is the second year we're giving out the Laura Grace Award. That's named for my sister, who did a majority of the work with my parents, and she even cared for my grandparents. She was an incredible caregiver. Mm -hmm. And we take in nominations, and um, this is now the second year we're going to recognize a uh, caregiver uh, that was nominated and selected uh, by the committee at the Senior Source. And 
But it just opened my eyes to, holy smokes, this is this is where we're all headed. And, yep. you know, hopefully you stay in good shape and you can take care of yourself. And But some someday there's a good chance that someone's going to have to take care of us in some respect. And and that's where they come in. And it's, it's a growing uh, part of our population. I, I'm right in between baby boomers and Generation X. Your generation, uh, uh, you're, I'm a baby you're a baby through boomer. Through. Uh, Corby, you're a Generation Xer, but mm-hmm. I mean, even uh, you know, we have to start thinking about it now, you know, and, yeah. and saving for it, and uh, you know, taking care of our parents, and uh, the, the the population growth of the of the baby boomers now. Ten thousand Americans turning sixty-five every day. Wow. Um, the baby boomer population is the most ill-prepared financially of all populations or generations before them, and so we're seeing an uptake. You know, in one year, we've served 5,000 more people. because So we've served 39,000 people last year just through the senior source. And what so age do you guys incredible. start? I mean, I, don't, I imagine there's not a floor. There's. I, so we serve, I get in trouble every time I say it, is we serve 50 and over. And the reason why we say it, we do 50 and over is that age discrimination is alive and well right. for folks between the ages of 50 and 65. So Danny could be served right now. I could, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, one of the other things, you you guys, were, the musers were talking about retirement earlier and you today. you could have been proudly serving me for 17 <laughs> years. <laughs> and the musers were talking about retirement today. And, you know, because the boomer population is more ill-prepared than most, we're also finding that there's a slew of folks that just don't have family. Many boomers don't have kids. And so from that, that freaks me out so that there's, there's nothing. Boy, that freaks me yeah. out, too. I don't know hardly any that don't. But yeah. I'll take your word for yeah, it. Yeah, there is a ton that are coming to us. And, or their kids live in, like, perfect example. My parents are in Rhode Island. Yeah. And I live here in Texas. It takes it would take a while for me to get home to make sure they're taken care of. Or are they being taken care of appropriately? Right. You know, we're not. I'm not watching them each and every day. Luckily, my parents are in great health. But that's a challenge that, you know, as a, as a community that is very much transient now, it's how it is. And so many come to us. And they come to the senior source and say, I'm worried about my parents. They're in a nursing home in Dallas. And unfortunately, in Dallas, or in Texas, we rank 46th in the country for quality of care in nursing homes. And so we are the protectors. Yeah. And oftentimes, we come, well, many times, we're the ones that come in. I often say my staff should have capes on walking into those nursing homes and making sure, because they're there for their residents, to make sure that they are protected, that they're safe, that they're living in the right conditions. And, um, and so it's a pretty proud, proud, great place to be. That's cool. That's yeah, they're cool. great people. Cool. Our doors uh, open at 6. We are sold out if you're trying to get tickets. We are sold out here tonight. But if you can't make it by um, and I you don't a, have I a ticket. scalp it out there. I already did scalp. Did you scalp? That's fine. Yeah, you can there. do that. We'll, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll gladly take that. A couple of cool Gs. But you can go to the seniorsource.org, and they direct you where you can donate. You can donate $10. We'll take a million dollars if you want to donate hey, online. We'll, we'll do that, too. But just if you want to. And the P1s are incredible how they sold this thing out. How they have supported this event and the senior source over the years is uh, really heartwarming. And thanks to TX Whiskey and to Macho Mobile Storage and to uh, Buyer's Barricade for sponsoring here tonight. And uh, and my friends in Texas Music, we got Cody Jinx here tonight, who I know you guys have uh, so grown uh, very affectionate for. With for the head rain. rain. <laughs> <laughs> Cody's great, and man, he has blown up here these last couple of years. Yeah, and, he's gotten big. And um, luckily, my association with him, he's just coming down here and playing. 
Uh, See the Presley, great Bobby nothing. Duncan's on so the bill great. again. The great Bobby Duncan's yeah, here. Yeah, we bring him back every year, don't Steve we? Helms, Michael Padgett, Kylie Ray Harris. No Dry County. You guys would really like them. They're out of West Texas. They're a featured band here tonight. The Gordon Keith Band takes the stage here in a little over an hour. Whoa. I'm hearing yeah. some original material, I, too. I yeah. Whoa. Too. yeah, I think from his old band. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and the Bird Dogs uh, will play along with uh, Cody Jenks. We'll play a few of ours, too, and... It's been great. This has become an event, and, mm -hmm. and I appreciate you guys helping it get there, too. With the, it's always great how you do your show. Dude, the cause the is great. The cause Thank is you. just indisputable, and the work you guys do is, you know, having you, been Ryder. through this myself, I've got a, gotten a firsthand look at what goes on, and a lot of the time it ain't pretty. No, it isn't, and I think, you know, I would encourage folks, if they have a need, to call us. Also, if they're interested in volunteering, there's always a ton of volunteer opportunities. Um, so anytime you go to the seniorsource.org and we can make sure um, you're set up appropriately. Thank you, Courtney. Thank you, guys. Have fun tonight. You know Thank what, you tonight I life. promise you, no. at some point I'll get you backstage with George. I know that he doesn't <laughs> let you back there. No, I don't. I mean, yeah, we got to get that pass fixed. Yeah. She just got right. volunteer. Yeah, right. That, that only CEO. goes so far with him. Right. I don't know. In parentheses it says hack, and I, I don't know. understand that either. So. I know. I tried to fix it, but it didn't oh, work. What a mess. So. We'll get you back there. Guys, thank you, and thank the ticket. You guys, I really, truly see you guys as the community-minded you know, any type of media. You guys just step up every single time. and We do and rock, we are, don't we? You rock. You <laughs> totally rock. And I, yes, I am absolutely a P1, and I've been uh, for a number of years, so I'm just grateful that for everything that you guys do, for not just my organization, but for all the organizations that need, need help in the community. So thank you. Right on. Well, Thanks, thank Courtney. You. Thank you, Hardline. The ticket. All right. Let's see here. What were we about to do? We got okay. an anniversary oh. of something, right, Donovan? Yeah, so, yeah, we do. So, sweet P1 Taryn sent me a tweet the other day uh-huh and she says i'd love to see you hanging around denton and i just saw that tweet and i went what the heck is she talking about what's going on with that and then i look up mike and the denton black film festival i didn't know that existed until right now but they are presenting a special 35th anniversary screening this sunday evening of Purple Rain. Purple Whoa. Rain? Purple Rain. I thought you said it was the color purple. Yeah, no. I thought this was about the color purple. No, Purple Rain. No, oh, I thought that's what you texted me, fool. Did I really? Maybe. I know that's what I you texted have. me. I was drinking my ass off last night. <laughs> uh, no, it's Purple Rain. So. Okay, well, that changes everything. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> Every time I see or think about Purple Rain, the music, yes, it's fantastic. The acting in that movie sucked. Terrible. It was awful. But the music just overrode the suckiness of yeah, the acting. Morris Day is worth the price of admission. Yes, he was good. But everyone else, as far as their acting chops, terrible. Yeah, but it had Prince in it. so. And, hey, no one loves Prince more than I do. But Purple Rain has significance to me. Donnie loves Prince. <laughs> <laughs> For one reason and one reason only. Oh, uh, look here. Look here, Donnie. Oh, I know what it is. Yes. Oh, yes. here we go. Look at it. Yes. It is Friday. Yes, it is Friday. Woo! One reason and one reason only, Mike and Danny. You sure it's not two reasons? My first pair of on-screen boobs ever in my life. 
was Purple Rain. I was sitting in the Inwood Theater. My best friend growing up lived across the street from me. His name was Sheldon. His older brother took us to go see Purple Rain. So that's 84. You were, I was 13. You weren't old 13. enough, were you? No, no, wasn't old enough to get in. But he took us. We went out. And when those things appeared on that movie screen in all of its glory, I knew right then and there, boy. That's what it was all about. That's exactly what it was all about. There's no turning back once you see those things Who's in worthy? all of its glory. Apollonia. Apollonia. Oh, yes. Is she dead? I'm going to say no. I think Vanity may not be with us, but oh. I think Apollonia is. I don't know what they look like now, but back in 1984 on the big screen at Inwood Theater, they were, they were pretty hard to top. Oh, man, they were bouncy. Yes, sir. <laughs> you can go purify yourselves in the late, uh, waters of Lake Minnetonka if you want to. I will check those things out. It's glorious. I think I'm pretty sure maybe I don't even know if we had popcorn and a drink. I have no idea. But my buddy and I stared at the screen while they were on there with mouth. It's, it was a movie. Mouth open, eyes big, like, oh, my gosh. And then they went away. They went away real quick. I don't even know what quick. happened in the rest of the damn movie. I don't even care. I saw them. They were there. It's all that counts. All that matters. I she, know. She turned 60 in August. Damn. Oh, sweet Apollonia. And I'll bet they're still fabulous. I'm going to agree with you because she was fabulous. Yes, she was. That's when light-skinned skin girls were in. And, boy, she led the pack. She led the crew. She was great. Mm. And I may go to Denton just to see those things again. Because oh, yeah? I want to see them on the movie screen, not on the TV or the laptop. Or, or your phone. Yeah, that's, that's easy. You can just look it up on your phone. Ah, no, they're not. They're not. They're bigger on the movie screen than on my phone. <laughs> I want them as big as possible. <laughs> so it's got me thinking. I don't know what your first pair of on-screen boobs are. Um, probably if pressed. I would credit this, and I'm not sure this was complete total boobage because this was TV in the 60s, and TVs then weren't like TVs now. Like these were in black and white, I'm quite sure, and on a very small screen and on network TV. You saw boobs on network TV? Well, I, I, I'm not sure. Oh, that's what I have to say. What channel are you watching? Well... ABC on their Sunday night movie or something like that, one of those networks that used to show movies, got the big idea that it would be a good idea to show Some Like It Hot. Okay. Which had um, a number of pretty big-name stars in it at that time, but it also had Jane Mansfield. Does that name mean anything to you? I'm familiar. Okay. That is the mother of Mariska Hargitay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all right. Mariska Hargitay, who for years and years has been Officer Olivia Benson on Law and Order. That's her mom. All right. Jane Mansfield was right upside Marilyn Monroe and any other sex symbol of that time that you want to name. That's hubba hubba, right? Back in the day. Yeah. And so they're showing some like it hot, 
and I'm probably, I don't know, 11, 12, something like that. I'm in there watching it, and my old man's in there too. <laughs> oh, boy. How was that? Weird is how it was. And I'm watching it, and here comes Jane Mansfield in this really, really low-cut shot. I mean, I swear they were hanging out. Okay. You know, which they wouldn't let you do on, on network TV, you know, then or now. Sure. But I swear that you saw nipplage and everything, you know? <laughs> and, you're, you're, I mean, and you're with your old man. Yeah, and my old man was in there, and he was watching all this. He was Ba-va-voom, watching me. Boom, <laughs> sonny boy. That's about the size of That's it. what it's all about. <laughs> hubba, hubba. He saw me becoming eroticized, and he started laughing. <laughs> Look at you turning red right now. He's yeah, thinking about it. He yeah, was it laughing? Yeah. He was laughing. That's awesome. <laughs> Danny, you remember your first own screen boobage? Man, it's it's a, really turning red? What? Yeah, you are turning <laughs> red, yeah. It's got to be – now, are you talking about in the theater or just like in a movie? I was thinking in the theater because that's where I saw the first time – so, uh, 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 what's her name? Uh, Apollonia. In the movies. You remember the in the movie? Man, Pair. in the movie, it probably would have been like airplane. Okay. When they all the, when they run out of coffee and all hell breaks loose and there's a Jello mold jiggling. Oh, that's and, right. And boy, those yeah. Okay, but I think I those were closed that. boobs. But in one of those chaos scenes where they run out of coffee and there's a hockey <laughs> fight and then some chick just runs by and flops up and down. But the one that I remember the most that. If my old man had been watching with me when I discovered these, would have been <sighs> Shelly from Animal House. If you remember, she was the girl that they tricked into going on a date because right. her roommate died, and she, the actress's name was Lisa Bauer or I Lisa exactly Barr, and yeah. she went to the date to the where they walk in, and Otis is it Otis Day in the nights. Are playing, and yeah. they're the only white people in the bar. And Tim Matheson <laughs> leaves with her. They go into the back seat of the car, and they're making out. And then yes. the white guys get kicked out of the bar, and she jumps from one car to another. And but yeah, the top was off, and there was kissing and fondling, and I was probably about eleven or twelve, <laughs> <laughs> and I knew then that. I had to get a hold of that stack of magazines that my cousin had because yes, I had an idea of what might be inside them. <laughs> I remember my dad letting me curse watching Soul Train. <laughs> Why? You know, we're watching Soul Train and every, you know everything's normal. That was our tradition. We watched Soul Train. Everything is great. And they had a close-up of one girl that just, I don't know what it was about her. I guess we just both enjoyed it. And I just kind of tensed well, up a little bit. Me. Like I was like, ooh. And then my old man just said, go ahead. And I said, damn! <laughs> and I'm rolling around on the floor, and he's laughing. I was like, okay, all right. I appreciate that, Pop. He let me out. He knew I couldn't hold it all in. Now, by then, quickly, I'd already had experience with the Foster Brothers Cuban book. Oh, yeah. Do you know about the Cuban book, Donovan? No idea. These two tough guys that lived in my neighborhood got a hold of a book from Cuba, <laughs> which had full noodle frontity. Okay. 
and that started getting passed around the neighborhood and then made its way around to me a few times. So, so I, I, I was kind of prepped for this a little bit, but as far as seeing real juggage on TV. Like yeah. motion, motion juggage. Yes, motion juggage on TV. I mean, I thought the Cuban book would have me ready for that, but it didn't. <laughs> nothing, per, nothing can prepare you for that. It can't. Nothing. Oh, it that's can't. awesome. All right, so there it is. There's our first boob talk. <laughs> the ticket. Yes, Junior, it is classic audio. However, it has never been heard <laughs> on the ticket's airwaves. It is classic to me, to Mino, uh, to Dan Paul, anybody who has heard this. This occurred some four years ago when the Cowboys signed Des Bryant to a uh, $70 million contract. <clears throat> now, this is a little bit of behind the curtain right here because in addition to press conferences, which we often air live on the station, it's pretty common for coaches or team officials to hold conference calls. If the Cowboys are playing the Bears on a Sunday, it's not uncommon for the for Matt Nagy, the Bears head coach, to hold a conference call where Dallas media or really any football media can hop on the call, ask questions for their stories that week, guys that they don't typically get to go see in person. Uh, colleges do this all the time. Yeah. Uh, and typically what the station does is we record those conference calls. You might hear them in ticker cuts. Uh, you might hear them again, use this sound bites and stories or on the air, but it's a conference call that is occurring off the air. That's step one. Uh, step two is I learned this whenever I was the Dallas Stars radio board op. There is a function on our board where when you call into a conference call, if you have something punched up incorrectly, you begin to feed the station into the call <laughs> that you are dialed into. Accumulate oh, station. very early on, I did not know this, and the TV truck guys hated it because they would be going through their broadcast, and all of a sudden they would be hearing a feedback uh, of, like, the hard line at 630 when they're doing Stars Live. Uh, and this comes to us courtesy of the dearly departed John Fahey, uh, who <laughs> one afternoon was tasked with setting up the board to record the Jerry Jones uh, <laughs> conference call regarding Des Bryant signing his contract. Now, this is a big deal. That was a huge story. You know, were they going to yeah. get it done? They had franchised him. Would he play under the tag? Would he hold out? This call was not just for David Moore and for, you know, Newey Scruggs. This phone call was for Peter King, for Adam Schefter, for Ian Rappaport, for Jay Glazer, for the entire football media world. All on this call, and it's happening during Mike's Mind, okay? So the hard line is doing a Mike's Mind segment while this call is going on, and this is completely unbeknownst to them that we are attempting to record this call back at the station. Extra unbeknownst to them is that we are feeding the hard line into a conference call that probably 200 uh, football scribes are on. And we start there. Jerry, can you talk about the significance of being able to do this at this time going into training camp? And, and what does it say about your aspirations for what you feel this year's team can do? Well, first of all, I want to say how proud I am of Des, how proud I am that we uh, selected him uh, coming out of college. Uh, uh, we uh, did get – we were criticized. Uh, but Early he has catalog. Uh, he has uh, really um, improved. He was a man with some his, problems of his own. Well, he just died. We just did the the uh, the Joe Cocker eulogy within what six months. And we are off. Oh, oh my! It erupts. So those delicious. little beat, 
those little beep sounds, the beep boop, beep, beep boop, that is us getting into That's the call. That's Fahey calling so in. So you can hear right whenever the ticket punches into the call with beep boop, beep, beep boop. So what do you think was going through Jerry's mind when he heard that? We will get there, but I want to play the very <laughs> end of this for you again so you can kind of hear the moment that the ticket wrecks a car through the front of the store. Uh, selected him uh, coming out of college. Uh, uh, we uh, did get, we were criticized. Uh, but Early he has catalog. Uh, he has uh, really improved. He was a man with some his, problems of his own. Well, he just died. We just did the the uh, the Joe Cocker eulogy within what six months. And it is just so magnificent that they are not talking about the Cowboys. They are not <laughs> talking Cocker. about free agency. They're talking about who will continue Joe Cocker's tour. And here's Corp. He just he died. Died. Just did it. Just did it. Uh, and so we pick it up there as uh, the Cowboys try to figure out what's happening. Um, just last December. Yeah. And the ticket, get out of here. That is one of our engineers, Kern, who recognizes the voice and is there probably on site engineering this. Uh, hey, ticket, get out of here. Um, just last December. Yeah. And the ticket, get out of here. Well, the radio let's forward to the here and now. The Mad Dogs and Englishmen tour is going to be um, reenacted to whatever extent it can be. And the linchpins of this are going to be Derek Trucks and Susan Tedeschi. Okay. Derek, of course. Okay, keep in mind, by the way, that might have been Todd Archer, not uh, Kern. But either way, this string of the hard line is being fed to tens, hundreds of football media members, and you can hear no one's even saying anything because they're dumbfounded. Even Jerry's okay. just giving it a listen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Jerry's uh, just sitting there. Out. He's too okay. <laughs> Derek, of course. Okay. Butch yes, I'm sorry. Nephew? Uh, we yes. got Butch we Trucks' got his nephew. Uh, Why we we it is really a top fiver in the world of guitar. He's <laughs> one of the best black players out there. <laughs> they're talking so casually about Joe Cocker. Yes. Guys, I'm sorry. Uh, about Derek Trucks and Susan Tedeschi. Here's where they start <laughs> to figure it out, and the hard line interjects an old ticket bit about one of our favorite radio shows. He is married to Bella, Susan Ryan Tedeschi. And they tour together a lot, she being a pretty serious guitar slinger and R&B singer herself. They're the Gene and Julie of music. Yes, they are. Get these guys off. <laughs> Get these guys off. Where are Gene and Julie? Um, I believe they own a restaurant now. We apologize, guys. Shut We're working up. on getting them Luckily, off. Gene and Julie, of course, used Hold to be on... on just uh, a moment. I'm going to put Gary uh, back on uh, ABIL. So now, Maryland? Uh, <laughs> Maryland, yeah, probably Maryland. Yeah. Like, oh, you, now we just have to get Jerry away from this. <laughs> put, him, put him on hold so he no longer has to hear an update on Gene and Julie's restaurant. Luckily, Gene and Julie, of course, used to be on... Just a moment. I'm going to put Gary back on ABIL, yeah. They might be having a little afternoon delight. It might be. So here's us <laughs> suggesting that Gene and Julie are having sex this afternoon <laughs> to Jerry. Oh, my God. And Peter King. Yes. And all the football writers. So now I think you hear David Moore's laugh here. And uh, they get uh, He's the, hard the line only is, one laugh. The hard line is now gone, but now they have to try to get Jerry back. Are we back? Hello? Uh, certainly. Uh... <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Joe Trahan. <laughs> oh, my. Hello? Uh, certainly. Uh... Oh, my. 
And now we're working to get Mr. Jones back. Now we're working to get Mr. Jones back. Uh, and I believe we do here. <laughs> Out of the gun, Romo. Just roll some highlights. <laughs> roll some sham. Condolences to the Cocker family. <laughs> Everything about it is perfect. That they oh were discussing gosh. Derek Trucks filling in <laughs> for the Joe Cocker tour. That he's married to Susan Tedeschi, Gene and Julie, Afternoon Delight. Davey's saying, oh, he's one of the highly as regarded slide players out there. <laughs> David and Todd laughing. Black Joe Trahan's. Man. Oh, my. <laughs> the one time our phone system pays off. That was it. <laughs> That is just one of the <laughs> countless times over the last 25 years that Jerry has probably uttered the phrase, those blanking guys at the ticket. <laughs> hey, the oh, ticket, get man. out of here. That is amazing. <laughs> wow. So why would you design a board that would do you that? You know, it's, uh, we're fresh out of time. Okay. Yeah. 